0: There's a question that at some point or another in their riding, most riders end up either asking themselves or asking somebody else. You've probably found yourself there as well. The question, do you think I could train my own horse? The answer, "Uh, it depends, hey? Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And what more of a conversation could you have than actually beginning to train your own horse? Now, before we go anywhere, I do realize, and I'm sure you realize as well, that you're always training your horse, okay? So when we are interacting on the day-to-day with our horses, we are training them. And I think the difference between riders who see themselves as trainers and riders who don't is actually the intentional thing focus and the intentional actions that goes into each of those interactions so if you are really intentional about what you're doing with your horse how you're doing it and you are looking at how your horse is responding well I would say you're already doing it so now the question becomes can we take this up a notch now for many riders they'll ask themselves this and the very next question that pops into their head is Am I good enough? Am I a good enough rider to do this? To train my horse? And my answer again is, well, it depends. So let's start at the very beginning. I believe that there are a couple of simple questions that you can ask yourself and Obviously, now you want to be honest with yourself here and they will help you to discover if you truly are ready to begin training your horse, intentionally training your horse or not. So the first one is, how much do I know There I know? <laughs> It seems really basic, but this is really important. I love the fact that it does not... By the way, I know nothing about karate, okay? But I know that people say it doesn't take a black belt to train a white belt. I'm assuming a black belt is like a master. A white belt is a beginner, okay? And I love that. I love that whole concept because... While, yes, you do have to know more than the person or the horse that you're trying to train, okay, or teach or explain things to, you don't have to know it all. Once you have a good, solid understanding, and once you, as I said, know more, then I would say, yes, you probably do know enough, okay? And the nice thing about this is if you don't know more, oh, that's fairly easily remedied, hey? It just means that you need to get really specific on what it is that you need to know and go deep into it, okay? Now, and the next question this brings up for a lot of writers is, but do I need to be able to do it? Mm, I think that depends. I know I'm saying it depends a lot, hey? Eh? But I really do. If it is something Complicated, okay? Everything seems complicated, hey? But if it seems really complicated to you right now, I would say mm, probably your writing skills are not where they need to be. However, if it seems like the next logical step, even in your progression, then I would say if you know enough about it and if you're able to answer all the other questions that are coming after this cor- correctly, not correctly, but answer them positively, okay? <laughs> then yes, you probably are able to give it a go. And on that note, let's go on to the next question. Do I have the resources? Now, many people, when we think resources, they think money which is a bit ironic, because one of the reasons many people and riders find themselves wanting to train their own horse is a lack of money, okay? No, money is a resource, it's an important resource, but I don't think it would be the most important resource that you should look at and focus on when it comes to training your own horse, okay? The number one thing that I would say you need when it comes to training your own horse, if we're talking resources, is time. And the reason is because for many riders, what ends up happening is they go hell for leather for two weeks, okay? They're, they're going, 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 and they're out there every day, and they're really consistent, and they're really doing it, and it's really good, and they've made the plan, they're following the plan, and it's marvelous, and then they're not able to sustain that, okay? Something happens in life. I'm a firm believer that your horse life, your equestrian life, must complement your other life, okay? It really and truly has to. And I think that that's one of the important things to consider when you are thinking about training your own horse, okay? Do you have the time to be consistent with it, okay? And then also, when we're talking resources, it's not just time. There are so many other resources that you need as well. For me, years and years ago, um, when we had our ponies at home, obviously we were small, we were little people, and we had our ponies at home, we had no arena. We had a big field, but no arena. That really held us back. Um, from the point of view that accuracy was, whew, it was wanting, hey? But also weather. Now remember, lived in Ireland. Rains a lot, eh? Like a lot. And we live in the Midlands in Ireland. It we're from Kildare. And you know it's fairly it's fairly flat, which means the water tends to lie. Okay. So it was definitely a the, the the having not having the arena held us back, it really did. Um, so resources in that, have you got somewhere to ride? Particularly if weather is a consideration, and it doesn't have to be bad weather. In Where we are in South Africa, um, in summer, the, the, the ground bakes, it bakes hard. I would even say it's harder than cement. It is solid. You don't want to be working on that. You definitely don't want to take a fall on that. But from the perspective of your horse as well and soundness, it's not great. So resources such as an an arena, it's an important consideration. Like, do you have the resources available to continue working? Now, there's lots of other resources that we could kind of talk about when it comes to you and your horse and all that. There's like equipment and tack and floodlights and poles and you know, a lunging arena and trails and hacking and all the things, there's so many things. So I want you to consider what are your goals and what resources you need. The final thing that I would question about resources are the people, your support network. And support network from the perspective that do you have a trainer or a professional that you can turn to if you need advice? Do you have maybe an online course that you can follow and an online community that you could get the support of? Or do you have a babysitter? If you have little people, that is important, okay? So resources, look at your resources and figure out what you have and if it's going to support you going forward. Okay, the next question to ask yourself, are you consistent with consistency? You see, a lot of people they're really consistent at doing the wrong things, hey? So I want you to begin looking at your riding in particular here and think about how consistent you are as a rider, okay? Remember that if you're going to step truly now, and I mean truly, step into the role of a trainer, okay? You need to to understand that you're going to have to do things different or you're going to have to make changes in order to get different results otherwise you're just going to stay where you are well I'm talking about you and your horse and your training okay so as a trainer it is important to realize that those changes need to be a strategic okay so not just changing everything this was a mistake I made years ago I used to change everything, we try it once, it didn't work. And I was like, on to the next thing. That didn't work. Okay, so you need to make strategic changes, but not just that, you also need to track the results, okay? How well does your horse respond? How well does he not respond, okay? Whatever the case is, track the results. And from there, being able to create the plan going forward to that, okay? So I also think that... When you are doing it this way, you will be able to begin figuring out what the next thing is to try and how and when is the best time to introduce that into your horse's training. And of course, it all comes down to the tracking, okay, being able to track it. And this goes for the way you communicate. It goes for your aids, how you reward your horse, how you correct your horse, all of the things. You have to be consistent with being consistent, Really important. I suppose the last thing that is absolutely, it is vitally important on this whole consistency note is your attitude. You need to have a good attitude and you need to be able to consistently maintain that even when things don't go to plan, hey, because you're going to have those days. Okay, next question to ask yourself, how supple am I? Now you see a lot of people think, oh, this is just to do with the horse, but it's not. If you've been here for any length of time, you'll know it's to do with the rider. But I'm actually not so much talking today about your physical suppleness. I want to direct this to your mental and your emotional suppleness. One of the biggest challenges I see riders facing when they are trying to train their own horse is that they get very fixated on a thing. Now, this thing is usually a thing that they think of as being a problem. Or a challenge and they get so caught up in it that they cannot see around it or see past it they they just can't they get stuck in it a good example would be a horse that books maybe oh i don't know ten or so strides into a canter okay we all know that horse don't we so he kind of he's like way the day is young and so am i and he's full of beans and he gives a book the difference between a supple rider or a trainer in this case is that they don't even notice the book, they are thinking about, they are wondering about, they are focused on the quality of the transition into the canter, the actual canter itself, the quality of it, they just see the book as being like this distraction that is just pitched up in the middle of their canter, and they ignore it and continue on, and what often happens in that situation, as with most things that we ignore, they go away. Now, couple, put this side by side if you want, with the rider who fixates on the book. The whole thing, so from the the preparing to canter, the transition into the canter, the canter itself, it is all leading up in their head to the book. That's all they think about is the book. And what happens? Well, the horse inevitably books. (laughs) And, And they never get to experience the quality of the canter because all they were doing was thinking about the book. Okay. So it's really important as a trainer for your horse that you can be supple in your approach, that you can move on from things, not fixate, and think of other ways and other things to focus your attention on. Think of the good things to focus your attention on. Okay. You need to be able to look past any distractions, and there will be distractions. They're like, always will be. They're everywhere, hey? You need to be able to look past it. You need to be able to keep yourself focused, and in doing so, help your horse to remain focused as well. Okay, I would say the final question to ask yourself is, how independent am I? And yes, I do mean in your riding, okay? If you are depending on your horse to keep you on your horse, you're probably not going to be able to train your own horse yet. I would definitely say that at this point, you need to go work with a trainer, work on a horse, probably not your own horse, probably a schoolmaster or an experienced horse, say one of those horses that will guide and help and teach and and just look after you for a little bit so that you can grow your own skills, okay? And then from there, you can then go back and work with your own horse. And I'm not saying don't work with your horse because you see, there's lots of ways you can work with your horse and that's the thing. So many riders feel that, i my riding is just not good enough. So obviously I can't train my own horse. No, 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 no. Okay. If you can stand up and you don't even need to be able to stand, but if you can really and truly interact with your horse on the ground. So if you are lunging or doing groundwork, you're actually going to be able to train your horse And, you know, I am a big fan of the whole lunging and groundwork, eh? But you'll be able to train your horse. And also, you will be training yourself. You'll be developing your own skills as you do it. So it's not to say that if your riding is not great, you can't train. But I would be a little bit eh, iffy if it is actually training your horse to improve, let's say, the trot. And you struggle to stay on board in the trot probably not going to work then. Okay. And I think that's pretty much common sense, but I do think that there's always ways around this. Now, as with anything in life, you can do all of the things. Okay. But what is key is that you are confident in your own abilities. I think this is really, really important. Very often we will talk ourselves out of doing something simply because it is something different. It's something that we've never done before. And because we've never done it before, it feels really uncomfortable. And of course, as adults, we often, many of us, we've stopped learning. We, we see learning has been something that we perhaps did at school, never finished school. And it feels really uncomfortable to A, learn and B, get things wrong a lot. And many people just don't like that and therefore they'll never ever ever try i think it is really important for your personal growth not just as a rider but just your personal growth to all the time learn be open to new things be open to fail you're you are going to fail hey um, but in doing so you are going to improve your skills and help your horse as well so to answer your question Am I good enough to train my own horse? Well, it depends. Only you know, you can go back through all of these questions. You can also visit them all in the the blog post that goes with this um, episode. I go into more detail on it all there. You can visit them all there and figure it out. Figure out if you are or not. Okay, I've two free resources for you today. The first one is if you want to figure out where your horse needs a little bit extra training, you can find that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash free. And the second one is to help you get started with lunging, especially if you've never lunged before, or if you haven't successfully lunged before, hey, you can find that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash checklist. Okay, I am going to leave it at that. Have a great day. Keep well. I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye-bye.